expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab for December 17th, 2020. And uh, we will not be meeting on the 24th, which is Christmas Eve. Um, Just uh, figured that and if people have things going, I know the holidays are going to be a little different this year, but if people are doing things, I want you to be able to enjoy those. Um, and uh, we will be back. Um, I actually, we, I haven't looked at my, I, I need to get a new Braille calendar. I keep forgetting to get one. Um, okay. So we will not be here on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> so. Today, we are going to look at a couple of things. Um, as a, uh, My name is Sean Thiel. I'm the Executive Director of the American Council of the Blind of Ohio in Columbus. And um, we are going to look at a couple of things today. The first thing we're going to do is I'm going to demonstrate how to, um, how to set your Amazon app on your mobile device to work with Amazon Smile. Um, for the longest time, I had been seeing things in the app description and all over the place saying that you could do it, and I could never find it. And um, I believe it was Chris Hunsinger on the one of the lists uh, pointed it out, and so I wanted to um, show how that works. So that's one of the things we'll be doing. And then we will be looking at how to send and redeem iTunes cards and how to redeem Amazon cards. I'm not going to go over how to send an Amazon card because Amazon keeps a very detailed history of who you've sent cards to and when, and I don't want to give out any phone numbers or emails inadvertently. So we're going to uh, avoid that altogether. But we will talk about how to redeem them. So that's, that's where we're going to start. So I'm going to go ahead and open the Amazon app. I have my iPhone um, connected into the mixer, and we have Alex at about 55%. So hopefully that should be good for people. 1902. App Store. Do- Home. Braille screen input. AM. American. Amazon. Opening Amazon. Portrait. Amazon. Search Amazon. Search field. Double tap to edit. And what I did there is I, I actually used Braille screen input and I typed in Amazon. I didn't feel like trying to, I didn't feel like talking to Siri right there. Um, so that is one of the things that you can do with Braille screen input that people forget about sometimes is you can um, look through apps, which is good when you've got about 200 or so like I do. Um, I really need to go through and get rid of some more of them again. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so we've got the Amazon app open and we're going to go to the menu at the bottom. I believe it's the bottom right of the screen. Menu. What did you think of the item? Heading level two. Menu. Contains your orders, your account, shop by department, programs and features, settings, and customer service tab four at four. Okay, so that menu tab is where we're going to go, and that text didn't used to be there. Search Amazon search field, scan products button, voice search, double tap and say what you want to search for. Button. So I'm just flicking to the right. Nineteen oh three <clears throat> status bar item. Why it's right down this list your account. I don't know. So we're just going to flick through this page and it's a ways down. So we're going to have to flick through quite a few times. Here, often used with headphones connected. Button. Oh, I see what's happening because I'm 
Amazon. Search Amazon. Uh, Search the field. phone thought I tapped Double it back to, edit. to the app switcher was coming up. Let me see if I can get better grip on my uh, pop socket. Here we go. Scan products button. Voice search. Double tap and say what you want to search for. Button. So I'm just flicking to the right. Home tab. Your Amazon.com tab. Two of four. Okay. Now for some reason it's put me back on the tab. So let me try touching by again. the center of the screen. Okay. Buy again is one of the things we encounter on our way along to the Amazon Smile. So we're just going to flick your right. list. Your account, programs and features menu header, today's deals, gift cards and registry, prime, see all, tap to expand for a list of all programs and features. And Button. we're going to need to actually do that, so I'm going to double tap there. See less, tap shop by department menu header, tap to expand and here list of departments. Button. Okay, um, I don't know why it put me on the next heading, but let's let's work our way back. When I've done this before, um, I always, it didn't do that and I was able to flick right, but let's go, since it's decided to put me on shop by department, which is not where I wanted to be. Actually, let's see, can I go back by headings? Let's see. Heading not found. Of course not, all right. It's the demo fail, everybody. <laughs> Whenever you try and demo something, it works completely differently from when it did when you weren't trying to demo the thing. See less, your recommendations, your essentials, Whole Foods Market, treasure truck, trade-in, today's deals, the drop, Subscribe and save. Style by Alexa. Smart reorder devices. Sorry about that. I hope it didn't set off people's uh, A-Lady devices. Sell products on Prime Wardrobe. Prime. Personal shopper by Made in Italy. I don't even know what half of these are. Luxuries. Gift fun, gift cards. Hashtag fan shop. Customers. Credit and pay. Charity list. Amazon Smile. There we go. Amazon Smile. That only took long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so let's I know, right? So I'm going to double tap on this. Amazon Smile. Your list. And... See all. It, Prime. Really? See shop by department menu. You're See all. Let me go through that. Tap again. to expand page okay. one of programs. Today's shop by department menu header. Your account. Program. Prime. See all. Shop by the. See all. See less. A little bit. Tap programs and features menu header. Amazon Business. Amazon Explore. Amazon Fresh. Amazon Go. Amazon Launchpad. Amazon Live. Amazon Pantry. Amazon Pharmacy. Amazon Physical. Amazon Store. Amazon Subscription. Amazon Warehouse. Amazon Smile. Here we go. Now. Amazon. Sean back button. Second times the not charm. generating donations okay. off. Not generating donations off back now, button. Now this assumes that you have already gone to, and I should have mentioned this earlier. This assumes that you have gone to smile.amazon.com in a web browser, whether it be on your computer or on your phone, and that you have configured a charity there. Um, I couldn't undo it. Um, I was going to try and undo it from where I had set it up, and I could not find a way to. Um, you know, pretend like I had to start from scratch. So I, I'd already picked um, the charity and stuff I was donating on the website. So um, we are going to flick to the right. Search Amazon, search field, scan products button, and voice search, double tap, home tab, one of four, American Council, American Council of the Blind, American Council, Columbus, Overk, Come separator, on. Sean's phone, not generating donations off. So we're going to double tap on this. Sean's and not generate Sean's phone. Not generating donations off. But I want Sean's to phone. Not ge not generating maybe donations. I need to click the next one. Not off. Okay, maybe I need to turn on off. Turn on Amazon Smile on this device to change your selected charity. That's your Amazon Smile do. impact headed off. Off. Turn on Amazon Smile. How Amazon Smile works. Turn on Amazon Smile button. Okay. Turn on back button. So you've just got to be Search patient. Search Amazon Scan with Products, it. but turn on Amazon Smile button. 
Dismiss. Turn on Amist. Receive notification. Turn on Amist. Receive criterion state. Receive notifications. Ah, so the, on this screen, they're telling me that we have to make sure that the app allows us to get notifications because um, this setting turns off every now and again, and you'll be told that you need to re-enable it. Turn on Amazon Smile. So Button. we're going to hit turn on Amazon Smile yet again. Back. Button. There we go. Start shopping. Button. We'll remind you and share any pro next renewal is on February 2nd. We'll remind you and share any program updates. Okay, so they're telling me that the next time I'll have to go back in here and play with this is on the 2nd of February. So now... Start shopping button. Search Amazon. Search field. And Double as you saw, that took a little bit of uh, finagling around. And like I said, of course, the, when I did this before, it worked perfectly. Hopefully, you will have better luck than I did, and yours will also work perfectly. Um, I will wish that for you and um, hope that you'll have uh, an easier time. Um, I'm not going to demo anything right this second in the Amazon app. Um, so we will actually, you know what, I will actually leave it open because we're going to be coming back to it uh, in a moment. Well, no, we'll actually stay here and let's show you how to redeem an Amazon gift card. So we're going to go back menu to that menu. And Thanks. Heading level one. You'll need to renew Amazon Smile. Next renewal is we'll remind. Start shopping button. I thought I hit that. Search Amazon. Search field. Okay. Double tap menu. Contains your orders. Let's try menu again. Thanks. He selected. Thanks. Really? Heading level one. All right. We're going to close the app and reopen it again. App switcher. Amazon. App switcher. YouTube. Active. When in doubt. Reminders. App store. Double tap to open. Braille screen input. A M A. Amazon Alexa. Amazon. Opening Amazon. Portrait, Amazon, search Amazon, search field. All Double right. tap to add menu. So Contains if somebody has given you an Amazon gift card that you would like to redeem. Search Amazon, search field, scan products, voice search, home, tab, buy again, your orders, selected, menu, your orders, buy again, your lists, your account. You're going to go in your account. Your account. Back button. Search Amazon, it search close field, to your orders, orders, heading level three. Selected, or your orders, your subscribe, your rental orders, service requests, your trade and account, account settings, heading, login and security, login with Amazon, switch accounts, your addresses, manage saved IDs, manage your profiles, one-click settings, manage Prime Mem Amazon Fresh settings, manage content and devices, manage your household, shop the kids store by age. And people wonder why you can never find an 18 program. Okay, actually, I think where we're going to go is let's go Back out button. of your account. Search Amazon. And we had buy one. again your lists, your account, programs and features menu header, today's deals, gift cards and registry. Let's go gift there. card. Back button. Search Amazon. Search field. Your gift card balance. All departments. Selected menu. All your gift card balance. Heading level four. Zero dollars. Separator. Reload your balance. Gift cards. Image. Baby registry. Image. Wedding register. Gift. Reload your balance. So I, I reload your balance. I thought it was called redeem, and it could be that I'm thinking of a different uh, a different site. Let's reload. click on that and see what it does. Back, but search Amazon search field. Double. It keeps reload. Reload one hundred. Selected menu. Back. Search Amazon. Scan product. Voice search. Double tap and save. Reload one hundred. Selected cart. Zero items. Tab three of four. Okay. Um, <laughs> this 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 app is making a fool of me this evening. I swear. Um, there is a way to do it, and um, <clears throat> I know that the gift card will actually tell you um, how to do it, and I think it might actually be easier to do it on the computer, if I remember correctly. I know uh, I know it's in here, but they have moved it on me, I think. 
So we will uh, we will soldier on here, and um, I think that's also something where if you googled how do I redeem an Amazon gift card, I'm sure you would find a plethora of of uh, results telling you how to do that. So we're going to um, App switcher, skip past Amazon that because swipe up with three fingers to. It is eluding me, and I don't want to waste y'all's time looking for it. So we're going to close App switcher, YouTube, active this App Store. Double tap to open. And we're going to talk about iTunes next. Um, iTunes gift cards are actually the only gift cards that, if I'm if I'm given a physical gift card, I have worked out how to use the phone's camera to redeem them. Um, there's a sticker that you peel off, and you can basically um, set the phone on top of the card and lift it straight up, and eventually it just goes through. But I cannot do that with Amazon, and I cannot figure out how to do that with a credit card. The only one I've been able to scan in is the iTunes cards. But let's go through the process of how you would redeem one of those, because that is pretty straightforward. If we go to App Store today. uh, I'm going to go to the App Store because it's on the top left of my home screen. That's where I put it. Today. And if we go to Get Started, My Account button. My account. I'm gonna be real careful. Double tap to just so. account. Head done button. Sean Field Game Center button. All right. Purchased button. Subscriptions button. Redeem gift card or code button. Redeem gift card or code. Let's see. Cancel button. Cancel. Redeem dimmed button. Redeem your gift card using your camera. This requires a gift card with a box around the code on the backside. For online purchases, scan the code or enter it in the text field below to redeem into your Apple account or use the code at any Apple store. Use camera button. Enter your gift card or download code. Text field. Terms and conditions. So that's all you'll need to do, you know, you'll need to do if you want to use the camera. Use camera you'll, button. You'll hit the button for that, or you'll um, copy and paste your code uh, that way. Let's go back. Let's say you want to send somebody. Cancel button. Dismiss pop- a card. To get start now trending. Apple Arc. Get we, started. My account button. We go back to my account. Add funds to Apple ID, but send gift card by email button. And we go to send gift card by email. Cancel, but send, cancel, send gift. Next, dip to button. So Double you tap to choose recipient. And you choose who you want it to go to. From Sean, text field. It's pretty straightforward. Double tap message to gift redeemable in you. S, store only. Now that is something to be aware of. So you need to make sure that you know the Apple ID address of the person to whom you're gifting the um, item. And it's only going to go, as it says, to the iTunes store of the country that they're in. So um, be aware of that. Um, They are not um, interchangeable. So if you buy a gift card and you have a friend in the UK, you buy them a gift card here. They're not going to be able to use it. $25 button. And then you go through and you can choose what other send gift amounts selected today button. You can choose double tap to choose the date, the iTunes gift terms and conditions button heading iTunes gift terms and conditions button heading. And so if you wanted to have it delivered at a specific time, you can go through selected today button double double tap to choose the date. The gift will be sent. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) So that's what you can do. Uh, That's what you can do there. One of the things that I have been hearing about and I have been looking at this, I can't remember which app I I saw this was. Um, One of the things relates to family sharing, and that is that um, you could theoretically buy a gift card and um, let's say one of the, if you were doing the family sharing thing, 
um, some apps now are actually allowing you to buy their in-app purchases and share them between family members. And that's on an app by app basis. Um, so that would be something you would need to uh, need to look into, but that's something that might be helpful for people that use uh, family sharing. Okay, let's see if there are any questions now about this or any other uh, questions people would like to ask. And um, with me, I have Sheila Young. And uh, Sheila, if you're available and could let people know how they go ahead and, and um, put a question through, that would be great. Absolutely, Sean. If you are on a PC, to raise your hand is Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac, it's Option-Y. If you're on a smartphone, it is under More Options. And if you're on a landline, it is Star 9. And to mute, and, and that is a toggle, and to mute and unmute toggle on a PC, it's Alt-A. On the Command-Shift-A on the um, iPhone or smartphone, it's in the lower left corner for mute and unmute. And then on a phone, it is star six. Um, Mary, you may unmute. Mary, go ahead. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with my with my on-screen keyboard on my phone. I've had iOS 14.2 for probably a little over a month. And I really didn't start noticing this until about a week ago. But every time an on-screen keyboard is supposed to come up on the screen, it's not there. And I've tried, you know, just turning the phone off, putting it to sleep. And, you know, I've tried restarting it and all that sort of thing. And it just doesn't come back. Um, I forgot what I did the other day that made it come back. I guess it was one of those things, but today it's, it's just not doing it. Luckily, I've got plenty of other input methods, but there are some times when I do like the on-screen keyboard. So I just wondered, if have you heard anything about that going on? Well, the, um, it, the, the plenty of input methods actually does um, lead into the question I was wondering, which is, could it be possible that your phone is still thinks it's connected to a keyboard or similar. Um, and one, one way that once so the one thing you might try is the next time that happens, uh, try turning Bluetooth off and see okay. if the keyboard comes back. It could okay. just be that your phone has like not realized it's like forgotten that it, it's, it thinks it's still connected to a keyboard, even though the keyboard might not be on or it might have gone to sleep or something like that. That's the only thing that immediately comes to mind. And that I makes a lot of this. sense to me. Because, yeah, I have seen you this know, occasionally. I mean, I've got I've got the um, the Bluetooth keyboard, my Apple one. I've got um, my Braille display. And um, then I do Braille screen input and, you know, all that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So most of the time I am using one of those methods. But you know how you're just out somewhere and you just, yeah, I don't you know, just, you just have it. to enter like maybe a few numbers on the on the keyboard. Yeah, I mean, on the on screen keyboard. So I'm going to try that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it's just confused about whether it's connected to something. I think so, too. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to give that a try. Cool. Cool. Cheryl. You may unmute. 
Hi, I just one quick question. When you were doing your um, Braille screen input, were you doing that on a keyboard or on your screen? I was actually doing that on the screen. Um, Braille screen input is a feature that allows you to enter Braille on the screen of your phone. Okay. And um, that can be, the level of difficulty can depend on the size of your device to some extent, but um, I absolutely love it. It took me a couple of months to get used to and find a way that worked for me, but um, I love it that how, how different people hold their phone and what works for them is going to vary from person to person. So, yeah, I'm, I'm delving into it a little bit. I, I don't have a lot of time, but the best I'm, way to do it is to go to Apple Viz. And oh, I did. I know. I, yeah, there's the, I, a guide I looked to, at all that. Yeah. There's the guide to Braille screen. Input. Yep. It's one of the, it's one of the few times when the comments are actually helpful. And the reason I say that is because, um, some of the pro- some of the things I've seen in the comments are like, well, yeah, I did run into that problem when I was starting out. So, um, you know, it, that was uh, that's really how I got into it. I read the article on my computer, and as I was reading about it, I played with it at the same time. And it didn't until I actually tried it as I was reading about it. It didn't click, and all of a sudden, I just had that aha moment where it finally just started to make sense. Now, is so, it easier for you on your computer or on the phone for to do which part? The, just the Braille screen input. Oh, the only reason I mentioned, I, I guess what I should have said is if you have the ability to read that article on one device while playing with the phone that you're trying or the, the you know, whatever device you're trying to learn Braille screen input on, that actually yeah, helps I, yeah. if they're two separate. Yeah, um, I know. I just I just got a I just got a um iPad. I, I hadn't had one before, so now I have uh, both. Okay. So I was just curious as to whether it was easier to do the input on the computer or itself or on the phone um yeah well on the on the um i guess i'm a little confused about what you mean on the computer are you meaning on the ipad or the iphone yeah uh-huh um i with the 10r that i have i can do it just as well on the iphone or the ipad okay when i had a 6s that i um you know before that um it was much easier on the um iphone on the on the ipad and I actually use the tabletop um, layout. And I, even if I'm not on a table, I just kind of balance it on my thumbs. And I, I found something bizarre that worked for me. So Right, right. Yeah. Okay, thanks. All righty. Chris, <clears throat> you may unmute. Hey, uh, question. Are you a Mac user by any chance? And if so, um, where would you go to get beginner information for VoiceOver on Mac OS specifically? Um, I have not used a Mac consistently since 2010, and I know that they have moved on significantly since then. Right. I believe there's a call, um, a Mac magic call, and I don't remember when it is. It's Wednesday night. Okay, yeah. I would suggest maybe look at, with those guys. Um, is that on the ACB community call uh-huh. list? Yep. Yeah. And there's nine, also... Nine o'clock, I believe, Chris. Yeah, nine o'clock on Wednesday. And there's also a gentleman... Um, he has lessons that are, uh, are paid, but they are extremely good quality, uh, Mac for the blind, uh, John Panarese. Um, there's, that's another, uh, place you might look at as well. All right. Well, thank you very much. It's a simple question. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Dan, you may unmute. Okay, Sean. Uh, I'm glad you brought up this, uh, okay. I'm glad you brought up this subject of uh, Amazon gift cards. That's a, uh, kind of a problem I'm having. I don't know if you can point me in the right direction or not. I understand that uh, according to Amazon, 
if you have a um, a, a, a uh, an e-card or or a gift card, uh, you can. One of the options in checkout is to have it automatically uh, charge your your gift card. Um, do, do you know anything about that, or have you ever done that? Yeah, the the easiest way to do it, and unfortunately, I <laughs> I cannot remember how to do it. Um, when I was trying to demo, and the app was not cooperating with me, the easiest way to do it is to put it in your account ahead of time. And then when you are in, yeah, when you're in the checkout, you'll see a, um, I don't, it used to be a checkbox and I don't think it is anymore, but you'll get indication that it, whether it will use your gift balance or, or not, because, you know, if it covers the whole thing, it might say zero dollars. Um, but there, yeah, there is a way, um, when you check out, I don't remember exactly what it looks like. Um, because Amazon changes their app, you know, every five minutes, it seems like. Although Zoom changes theirs every 3.5 minutes. So, uh, so it's, I, I can't remember exactly what it looks like, but it's something you can, can do. Um, and if you, um, if you had, let me think. Okay, well, I, I already have the, the money in my account. So oh, okay. I, I just have to go into checkout and try and find what you're talking about. Find there should be some sort of checkbox or an option that, that says charge this to the gift card, right? Yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember exactly what the <clears throat> what the wording is, but you can you can choose um, whether or not you whether or not you do that. Like for example, if you put a gift card on your account, but you're um, you know, you're buying, if you're buying something, you know, you might use the gift card for something you buy for yourself that you wouldn't ordinarily buy. And for something else, you might want to actually spend money if it was, you know, a gift going to someone, if you wanted to do that, there is a way to do it. I don't remember exactly, exactly how, but it, it is possible. And I have chose, I have done that before I have chosen, you know what, I want this to go on my, on the gift card. And, but I don't want this other, th you know, I don't want, uh, you know, the next time I bought something, I said, okay, you know what? I don't want this on the gift card. It is possible. Okay. Very good. Cause I, <laughs> cause I accidentally, uh, <laughs> I accidentally bought myself a gift card and now I need to figure out how to, ah. how to use that money. So, okay. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll gotcha. I, it's just a matter of, is that option available in, in every checkout or just on certain products? I think it's available when you've like, once you've put the product in your cart and you've gone to the checkout, like where it, it where it asks you where, what your payment method's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's on that same screen when it starts kind of talking about, okay, which of your, you know, payment method, you know, which, you know, debit card or or whatever it's, yeah. it's on that screen somewhere. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Deborah, you may unmute. Okay, hey, thank you. Um, I can answer that question about the gift cards because I did it earlier today. Oh, cool. But if you've got any kind of gift card, you know, showing, it's going to ask you to use up. Do you want to use your gift card? And I usually just go ahead and say yes because, you know, it's either that way or I pay for it one or the other. But you do have the option at checkout checking whether you want to use the gift card or not. And um, unless you're keeping it for like you're saving up your gift cards for something big, I just go ahead and say, yeah, take it off the gift card. But there is that option in checkout. 
Yeah, I knew it was. I knew it was there. I just couldn't remember exactly what yeah, it was called. Yeah, they change. They keep. They play with stuff like that. They do. And, now, what's and interesting? Tiny thing. Earn something too. if you've used it for off that gift card rather than say off your credit card. It'll put it back on the gift card rather than the credit card or charge it back to your credit card. Oh, so if you if you return something? Yeah, and it, if it's oh, taken off the gift card, they put it back on the gift card. Oh, that is neat. I didn't know that. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I try really hard to make sure that I buy something that I want and I, cause I just don't want to have to deal with returning something. So oh, I've not had that, but that's cool. <laughs> okay, Sean, that's all the questions right now. Oh, okie dokie. Let's take a look then. Okay. One of the questions I got asked, let me see if I still have this page. Of course I don't. Hang on just a second. Let me see if I can find it here. One of the questions I was asked uh, and I don't remember who asked me the question. I am trying to trying to listen to Jaws and talk at the same time. Somebody had asked me about fleets on Twitter, and they wanted to know the difference between that and a regular tweet. And the best I can gather, based on really quickly reading about it on Twitter, is that they are a way of sharing fleeting or transitory thoughts and they go away after 24 hours. And one of the biggest things that's different is people can't like them or comment on them or share them as far as I can tell. So, um, you know, any tweet that you put out on Twitter, if somebody uh, wants to, they can, um, you know, retweet it to share it with other people and like it and stuff. And like, well, I, and it's funny cause I still try, I still try and call it favorites cause that's what it was when I started on Twitter um, a long time ago. And I don't use Twitter anymore. Uh, almost never anyway. Um, and uh, with a fleet, apparently um, people don't get the ability to do that kind of a um, editorializing, I guess, on your random thought. So that is, um, that is what I have here, uh, what I have, because somebody had asked me that. We have also, let's take a look. We're going to go back and um, look at, let's see if I can do this. And 1931. App Store, double tap to open. One app I use that I demonstrated a while back and I'm going to um, just really um, quickly talk about again because um, it's not everybody, you know, something not everybody's been with me from um, when I've been doing these. Um, one problem that I find is that when I am getting ready to go somewhere or um, something like that, if I'm, if I'm in a situation where I need to pay attention to what time it is, that's when my brain seems to not want to pay attention to what time it is. And so I uh, have found an app that will help me with that. Um, and um, basically what it does is you can set it to announce the time in an interval. Well, I, I choose every five minutes, but I think you could now, I think you can even have it. Well, we'll take a look in just a second because I'll show you. But um, you can have it announce the time every five minutes just to help keep you on track. And um, I also have a, a Bluetooth shower speaker. So if I'm listening to music, I still, it will fade the music down and it will say, 
it's 6.45 or, you know, whatever. And it just helps me to um, stay on track. Whereas if I didn't have that, I'd be like, oh, this shower feels really nice. Let's do, you know, and then next thing, you know, 10, 15 minutes have gone by. So um, it's something that I, that I figured out about myself mm-hmm. uh, when I really first started working about almost 10 years ago. Um, I decided, discovered that I really did benefit from App that. Store, cancel button. Um, I did not mean to. Uh, Today, Thursday, December 17th, App Store. Yes, thank you. I um, did not mean to do that. Um, so the application that I now use for this um, is called VoiceOver Clock. And um, it replaces an application that I used to, I can't remember what it was called, um, but it is called VoiceOver Clock, or I think it might call itself Voice Clock on the screen. Why App Store, I App Store, Voice Clock. Tapping on. Double tap to open. It's one of those things where, um, that's really interesting. We're getting some screen reader speech. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, um, it used it's called voiceover clock when you see it in the app store, but when you actually look at it on your home screen, it's called voice clock. So it's a little confusing that way. But I'm going to double tap on it. Voice clock app information button. Sound test button. So if we hit it, sound test. Um, it's a little bit quiet because it uses the um, ringer volume on your device. Um, so if I were to actually have it on the speaker. Um, it would be louder because it would depend on how my ringer volume is is set to settings button. We can go in let's settings. See what's in here? There's not a whole Double lot. Double to dismiss pop up settings heading, save button. Voice type English female button. Selected English female, English male. And I think Italian female, Italian male, Japanese female, Japanese male, Japanese male. So we've got male. some other language. I think English male. So the female voice is uh, Samantha that that we're used to hearing. Let's see Selected. which the male voice, voice type is. settings back button. And we'll, I'll actually have to see if double tap to dismiss pop up window settings back button steps settings back button double tap settings save button. Let's see if I can app describe images characters sound tap app and sound test button speech off. Okay, so yeah, it's still really quiet, but on speakers it's actually is actually quite loud. Um, for some reason, it's not playing very loud. The demos are just going fantastic tonight. I swear <laughs> they are. <laughs> so let's speech on sound test button settings button. So we're gonna go back. I'm gonna settings. set it to the female. It's Alex's voice that is just kind of a little bit compressed. So we're settings. gonna go back Heading. to save voice type English male button. We're gonna go English back to... selected English female. Selected voice type heading English settings female. back button double tap settings back button settings back. display notifications switch button off voice type English display notifications switch button off so you could have double it display a notification every five minutes if you really wanted to I don't know quite why you'd want to do that appointment switch button off double I'm start time not, six I'm not sure what that does actually. Uh, <laughs> Stop time. This is Zero. this is an application that since it does what it does what I want, I pretty much just left it the way that it was. Two hundred eighty eight times a day, five minute inter two hundred and eighty-eight times a day, five minute interval. Okay. <laughs> so um what's, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, I know, right? But what two hundred and eighty times a day. <laughs> I know, right? Double settings. But heavy. what you can do save button 
it, we're going to actually dismiss pop up and dismiss that <laughs> app information button. But basically, um, what I found is there have been. Uh, I used to do this on the iPad um, when before I switched it onto my other the speaker over to it, and I used to have uh, find that if I left at you know nine or so in the morning when I came back. If I got back at about one, it had finished up and it will, it puts up a notification. It says the next time signal will be the last one. So I think it's like, I, I'm surprised because I, I, it's, there's only a certain number of notifications an app can generate before iOS says, uh, uh-uh, you're done. And that's, and that's basically what it's doing. It's just not showing a badge. Sound test button settings button five picker item adjustable. So you can choose nine, how many minutes? Three, two, one. Really? Two, three, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, sixty, sixty. So that, and that's in minutes. So we're going to take it 20, back. 15, 10, 5, Start button. Start button. And there is now. This app does have a couple of ads, but they don't really get Stop. in your way. The other thing that's really interesting is if I flick to the left. Next nineteen forty. It tells me when the next time it's going to speak. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why they added that in because that didn't used to be here. Stop button. Start. So I just have that on a, a place on my home screen. It's really easy to get to. And, and, you know, quite a few times I've gotten, you know, in the vehicle ready to go to work and it's still announcing the time. Like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't turn that off, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, but it's, it's really handy and it keeps me on track. And um, apparently it also pays attention to the fact that I've got 24-hour time on my phone. I, <laughs> it's funny. I never, I never use this at nighttime. So I didn't know that <laughs> until just now. I normally only use this in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, it said 1940. App Voice yeah. active. App yeah. Switcher, App Store, active. And actually, we can blame the Mac on that one because... Um, Voice clock. When I used to use a Mac, um, when you have the Mac announced at the time, it just says it's 4 o'clock. And it just sounded so bizarre not having an idea of which part of the day it was in. Mm-hmm. And so I switched my Mac over to 24-hour time, and I got so used to it that I've just... all my Any device that will let me, I, I put it that way. So that's one of the things. Give me a second to um, let me take a look around. I'm going to mute the microphone. The uh, ow! I always forget that it's really loud when I do that. <laughs> when you when you take the channel that has the iPhone and you take it from transmit to in your ears, it's very loud. What I'm going to do real quick is take a look at my home screen and see if there are other apps that might be helpful to demonstrate that I have forgotten about. Let's see what we're going to do. Okay. So one app we're going to briefly look at um, that I've talked about a couple of times, but it's uh, always worth talking about again, is an app called Fantastical. Um, I think it's actually supposed to be pronounced Fantastical because it is an alternative to the calendar on iOS. Um, And I absolutely love this app because you can, um, and it's especially good for Braille screen input. So I'm going to come in here. Card hop, search, search, Oops. add, edit, no. or enter. Card, card hop. Fantastical. I did that one, one new I, item. I did that one a couple Double little, tap to a little open. while ago. Fantastical. There we go. Fantastical menu button. One of the things I really like about Fantastical is that um, you start out in what's called the day ticker. And the nice thing about the day ticker is that when you flick through it with voiceover, you will land on any days that have appointments. 
Calendar sets. New cal notifications. But search button. Go to today button. Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. One event. Thursday, December 17th, 2020. Three events. Thursday, December 24th, 2020. Two events. Obviously Christmas Eve. Friday, December 25th, 2020. Wednesday, December 30th. Thursday, December 31st, 2020. Two events. <clears throat> so any days that don't have appointments, you're going to skip right past them. So that's really cool. Um, but the neatest thing is at the very bottom. New event button. We have new event. New event. Create event. Text field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Item type. Event. Add. Dimmed. Button. New event. Heading. Add. Create event. Text field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. Type okay. a sentence to create a new event. Use the rotor to access misspelled words. So type a sentence to create a new event. I love this. So you can say... Braille screen input. Orientation locked. Landscape. Charge port to the lunch, lunch with... With mom. Mom. Saturday. Saturday. New... One, 12 o'clock to 13. 12. 30. 13. 30. Portrait. And then what you'll find if you go... If you... Add. Button. Create event. Tap. Lunch with mom, December 19th, 2020 at 12 December 19th, Actually, I'm not having lunch But you get the idea. So it will automatically create item type the event. event. And you can add... Double show more. You can add more things to it. So let's say you forgot to, you, to um, put in a chime to remind yourself. Um, and uh, you, can, you can do that. You can even type in things like... Um, such and such a meeting the third Wednesday of every month at noon, and it will it will work out the occurrence that you need, and it will it will just automatically put that in. It is amazing, and I absolutely love this item type. Launch with my creative. Add, so I actually don't want to do button. that. Discard event button. Menu button. So there's that application, which I really like. Um, why am I not hearing my jaws? Oh, that would be because I accidentally turned it all the way down in my ear. That would do it. And I used to remember this price right off the top of my head, but I don't. So I'm going to really quick look it up on fnd.io, which I talked about um, last week or the week before. I can't remember. Um, so I'm going to type in fantastical and see exactly how much is oh that's right it is free with a um subscription now and i believe it's 3.99 a month um i can go i could go look in their um, their settings um when i bought the app it was not a a subscription um in addition to fantastical for entering events i have another app which i believe does cost um, a one-time price that I will show. Let me just check this real quick. Oh, wow. That's come down in price, I believe. If it's Okay, VO Calendar is also $3.99. When I first got it, it was like $10. So that's, um, if, if this is the right one, let me just check. No, it's not. Okay, this is not being very helpful. Calendar sets. New calendar set button. But one of the things I like about VO Calendar, VO Fantastical, which one I, I have them right next Double to each other open. on my home screen. VO Calendar. The thing I like the about today, this, Thursday, the seventeenth of December, six events. On Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the week of today, Thursday, the seventeenth of December, six events. 
So on this Monday, one is VO Monday, Calendar. 14, one and the thing I love about this event, this um, program is Monday, that 14, it tells one you. Event. Newsletter call Monday evening. It tells you, yes, that is something we did. <laughs> um, it tells you immediately you have appointments on this day, this day, and this day. So you immediately know when you're free. And when you when you cursor over each day, um, you'll be given a summary of what events are on that day. And they also, it's a really quick way of entering in appointments if, if you are not um, comfortable either entering text quickly enough to use Fantastical um, this is another way. And sometimes if I'm in a, um, like today when I was working with my counselor, I was in a hurry to, we were we'd right up at the end. We always forget um, right until the end to schedule our next uh, appointment. And usually when I'm in a hurry like this, um, VO calendar is the, is the one I'll use. So let's do, Other for month, example, settings, Sunday, Saturday, 19, no events, tap Saturday, the 19th of December, no events. And Enter so let event. me show you what entering an event on this calendar is like. Select a part, morning, afternoon, evening, night, evening, afternoon. And they have some interesting definitions of these things. But anyway, so let's go afternoon. Select hour, noon, 1300 hours, 14, 15, back button, 16, 17. So they have noon to five o'clock. 1600 hours, 1500 hours, select minutes. Three o'clock in the afternoon, a quarter past three in the afternoon. So for some reason, even though I have my time on 24 hour, when it gets to the part where you're choosing the minutes, it doesn't honor that setting. Um, half past three in the afternoon. Even if you're on 12 hour time, it will say half past three in the afternoon or a quarter to four. So it is a little bit odd in, in that way, but it still is a very easy way to put an event. So let's say a quarter, if I choose, half past three in the afternoon text field is editing enter text and then all you would you would do is either enter or dictate your text text field is done button and then back there's button. a done button so select minutes i'm actually going to continue a going has back a quarter because i don't button. actually want to select our noon 13 select our don't actually want 1700 hours one. select our are you going to let me select okay. a the scrub gesture works. The two fingers scrub is, is actually taking me back Saturday, the 19th of December, no events. So there are, those are two different apps, apps that you can use for your calendar. Um, some people may not use the calendar very much. I'm finding that it's um, useful. Fantastical also has the ability to, um, if you put a zoom link in the, notes field or maybe the url field i can't remember which one um it will <coughs> have a join zoom meeting button saturday the 19th to december in the, no events in the event in fantastical so that you can uh you can quickly get to that zoom meeting um i still tend to do zoom meetings on my pc a lot of the time but um if it's not one if that's something that you'd rather attend on your phone um, that is another way to get to your Zoom meeting without having to rush around and find the ID. If you put the information in there, Fantastical is smart enough to um, detect that and it will try and make your life a little easier. Let's John, you see. do have a question. Yep, that's what I was just getting ready to see is what questions we Deborah, have. Deborah, go ahead. Hey, um, I'm sorry. I didn't catch the name of that l latest calendar app you were talking about. Okay, that one is VO Calendar, stands for VoiceOver Calendar. Okay. And um, yeah, I believe, like I said, I believe that one is, uh, it used to cost more, but I believe it's, um, 
It's recognizable because fantastical. It describes Double that it's an, uh, an, uh, an, associate, an institution for the blind that or institute for the blind that wrote it, and um, it uh, explains that it's for voiceover when you read the app description. So it is it is very clear that it is a specific, um, oh, you know, very calendar. minor use case. Yes, VO calendar. That's yeah. They used to have that game. I remember years ago. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Don't have any Can't others right ones. now. All right. Let's. Oh, I do have a question associated with it. Oh, sure. Okay. If I downloaded it, it won't override the other one until I choose for it to, will it? Or um basically um VO calendar is um going to use whatever calendar you have set up in iOS. So if you are using if your default calendar is either a Gmail or an iCloud or whatever your default calendar is, that's what um, VO Calendar is going to add to. And I think it will, if you have multiple calendars, I think it will I don't. Actually... I just have the one that's, the, you know, the iOS one. Okay. Um, yeah, it will, it will just act as a way of viewing your calendar and adding to it, but it doesn't change anything. Okay, as far great. as like thought, being yeah. your default calendar app. And actually that's not something Apple allows currently. Good. I'm, I'm at this point good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. No problem. Okay, Jeff, you may unmute. So perhaps my question just was answered, but um, so since VO calendar is overlaid on top of my iOS calendar, would that also mean that uh, one of my calendars is family shared with another, you know, with my husband. I if I put something, you, would it migrate to his? Um, that I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure about. You might have to try that. See, I have, I have multiple calendars in terms of I have an iCloud and a Gmail and a like a work Gmail calendar, but I don't do anything with family sharing. If I remember correctly, okay. um, VO I turned voiceover on. Add Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Access oh, I thought that was clips. mine. Oh, it's we're not mine. Uh, I don't. <laughs> it's Alexa, isn't it? No, I, somebody's voiceover is talking. I think. Oh, no. Um, there's nobody unmuted, so I don't know where it came from. Oh, Screen dimmed. Okay, maybe my. All right, I don't know. <laughs> it gets confusing with all of this smart tech, talking technology. <laughs> it, it, it really I can. So, also, um, speaking of. Uh, family share in the beginning uh when you first started i was multitasking and i didn't quite catch you were saying something about family sharing yeah what i was what i was mentioning is that i have i've been i have heard that um apple has now given developers the option of sharing their um in-app subscriptions or in-app purchases among family sharing uh family members so, for example, I think one of them uh, I heard about was Ulysses, which is a writing app that is very popular. Apparently, if the if uh, I don't know if it's just the family organizer, but apparently, um, and the app developer has to decide to do this. But if they enable it, one purchase one person can have the subscription to that in-app service or feature, and it can be shared. Okay. That's all I know, though, because I don't have uh, I don't have any uh, family sharing things on my account. So, um, you'll, you'll <laughs> finally, to... last last week when I talked to you, I I asked you about that uh, uh, Christmas ringtone that you had. 
all I want is a hippopotamus. Oh, that one, yes. So, so I went to the tone <laughs> store and I did specific term searches and I downloaded this one that is a blast from the past. It's um, the old modem handshaking sound. Ah, that's funny. And yeah, it's really funny. So that's that would be a good out. alarm clock almost. Uh, like, a <laughs> little too abrupt for me, but <laughs> for perhaps. some people that might be what they mean. <laughs> Brings back good memories. Oh, well, that's good. So thank you very much, Sean. No problem. Okay, Liz, you may unmute. Um, it was a perfect segue. I I would like to know how to change the generic alarm on my iPhone. And also my other question is, because I, I don't want it to be on the ringtone it's now on and wake mm-hmm. me up. It's too jarring. And my other question is, um, I didn't listen to your, I haven't listened to some of your earlier shows, okay. um, but I gather since you're doing so many um, calendar apps, do you prefer these to the generic app in window in um, on iOS? I I kind of I I kind of play with all of them. I I like the regular calendar for the layout of the calendar. I don't I I like to use the the regular calendar app and I keep it in like the month view so it shows the layout. Um but I like the way that Fantastical and VO calendar show me their stuff uh by default. So it's it's kind of just depends on how I want to see things. And they can um, they can all exist together, so it um, it just kind of depends on what I need at the moment. If I'm trying to figure out when a day is um, relative to another one, I, I pop open the actual calendar. But if I'm trying to figure out which days are free, I tend to go for a VO calendar. So I, I don't really have a good answer to that because it depends on what I'm trying to do at any given time, which one I use. And Sean, you have no other hands, but you have three minutes, so. All right. Oh, no, of course. Somebody (laughs) has to raise their hand. Yep, that's what always happens. (laughs) you may unmute. (laughs) Hi, Sean. Hello. um, Have you demonstrated any of the checkbook tracking programs? I have not, actually. Um, I am one of those bad people that um, I don't really keep a lot of track of how, at least on my own anyway, I, uh, my own personal stuff. I don't keep, uh, I, I should keep a checkbook register, but I, I don't. Um, I just go and, and look at what the bank says. So I actually am not. One of these days you're going to look at what the bank says. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. The good thing is at work, I have a bookkeeper that we work, that I work with. So we work together and that helps. But um at uh, I, I don't really know um, what accessible apps there are because it's not something I've looked into. I'm just I'm not as disciplined person as I should be on my own stuff. Okay, and, I'm um, just curious. Someone told me about one called Checkbook Now, and I just wondered if you had an experience with it. So yeah, it might, I, it I do might mine on the computer. I'm, I'm sorry, I do mine on the computer, but I have two or three friends that just are iOS people that you know. Keep saying I can't track my check, so I just thought I'd check with you. Okay, yeah, I I know there are apps to do it. My dad is cited and he uses something, but I I don't know um, which one it is and and whether it's accessible. If I can get him to share a, a link to the app with me, I'll I'll take a look at it. Okay, thank you. This has been a good show. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Scott, you may unmute. Okay, uh, quick question. Now, are these like fantastical and VO calendar? Can you have them their own their own separate calendars? I mean, without having without integrating them into your any calendar you may have created in the native app. Uh, no, they no. I don't believe so. I think they're pr well. They're primarily designed to work with. Um, well, actually, Fantastical. You can add the accounts through it, which will, which can allow some extra things like uh, sharing appointments a little bit easier and stuff. But they they seem to just be alternate ways of working with the events that that iOS has or that your calendar service already has. Okay. Well, I mean, well, another way to put it is if you if you don't have any events in your in your native calendar and you just start creating some in, in the in fantastical the fantastical orvio calendar will they just i take it that they'll just yes, show they up and they're going to mm -hmm. show up in the native calendar and yes they do you, okay so, yep they do yeah. all right okay thanks a lot all right scott um yep all right well, two, we yeah are, you're out of time and you got yep, two we hands are out of time so, so we're gonna so i will and i am not we are not doing christmas eve so um, I will not see you guys next week. So have a very good holiday, whichever uh, holiday you choose.